This is Money Talks with T.J. Howe from Triple H Financial. So when we say we help create and preserve your legacy, we're helping do a little pre-planning. If you plan, you make the decision. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, TJ provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Retirement made easy. Let us show you how. And now, here is Money Talks with TJ Howe. Good afternoon, Tucson, and welcome to another show of Money Talks with me, your host, TJ Howe, and my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you this lovely afternoon? I'm doing great this afternoon, TJ. It's awesome. Uh, Having a great day. Great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on the show. And just had a crazy busy week, but got a lot done. I feel good about this week. How about you? How have you been? Yeah, good. Good. Just... uh, uh, finally recovering from my daughter's marriage a couple, three weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> so wow. just got yeah. it finally getting it back to normal. Had to, uh, my oldest daughter is, uh, attending college back East and had to, uh, fly out to, uh, 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 anyway, she needs to be in California for an internship. Long story short, she needed a car. So I got tasked with picking her up at the Phoenix airport Saturday and driving her to Irvine Saturday afternoon and then catching a flight back Sunday. So it was a whirlwind of a weekend for me too. Anyway, but you know, the things you do for your kids, right? You got to do what you got to do. So you do. We, uh, she needed a car and we got her that car. So it worked out just fine. Awesome. I, listen, I'm kind of excited. I, I, I really appreciate all y'all tuning in today because ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're in for a treat. Uh, the, top, the topic of our show today is protecting the surviving spouse. And this is a, this is a topic that really comes close to my heart, near and dear to my heart. And so, and, and basically the reason it's near and dear is because it's very little addressed uh, financial situation that most people haven't even considered. And, and for several reasons, but one, it's a morbid topic. Nobody wants to talk about their own demise or their spouse's demise, and I get all that. But today, uh, we're gonna be talking about why it's important to protect your surviving spouse and the beneficial ways to help ensure your spouse can uh, is financially protected when you're no longer there to help them. So this is kind of a really important topic today. Yeah, I would say it's a really important topic. Uh, that sounds great. I mean, obviously, I want to make sure that my wife uh, is taken care of if something should happen to me. I know it's something that a lot of people don't like to think about, but it's really important to have a plan in place and know what's going to happen uh, so you don't leave your loved ones in a bad situation. Now, um, so I'm really looking forward to this. To start us off, what's the probability of somebody outliving their spouse? Obviously, people are living longer and longer. and uh, someone's going to pass first, right? That, yes, that's a great question. So uh, to start us off with, Tony, so way to, way to jump right into things. Sure. Here we go. Uh, uh, well, according to uh, a recent report titled Key Findings and Issues Longevity for a 65-year-old couple, there is a 72% chance one of them will live to age 85. There's a 45% chance one of them will live to 90, and there's an 18% chance that uh, one of them could live to be 95. So with the loss of a spouse, it is very importante 
that we know how that will affect the surviving spouse's standard of living. So it's just critical. We, we kind of zero in on that topic. Wow. Well, I think it is as well. Those stats are amazing. I know they say people are living longer and longer, yeah. and they keep increasing the longevity age tables. But uh, I know we usually hear that, that women outlive men, that the wife usually outlives her husband. Is that Have you seen that? Is that typically the case? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, yes, uh, women just by nature tend to outlive their husbands just for whatever reason they they uh they have better constitutions i guess sure. than us guys uh yeah. but yeah that i would i would say that yeah that's that's the odds are very high uh although it, it, the numbers are changing a little bit i'm i'm noticing in my own life a, a few uh women clients have passed before their husbands and again could be genetic reasons but some women may face the unique challenge however in retirement because of this and not all of them are prepared for being alone you know especially if they've been married 40 45 50 50 plus years sure. you know you that's a long time to be connected to your significant other which which leaves them kind of in a you know from all different perspectives, psychologically, emotionally, financially, uh, any number of different ways, it leaves them kind of like, wow, you know, just like they just got their world wiped out from under them. So according to another report called The Older Americans in Poverty, a snapshot done by AARP uh, some months ago, more than 70% of retirees living in poverty are women and over wow. half of whom who were not poor before their husbands passed away. Wow. When a married person passes away, their surviving spouse will typically have to live on a reduced Social Security benefit and potentially a significantly reduced pension and or a significantly reduced this or that. Because when the spouse goes, a lot of those things get cut in half or severely reduced by the companies that we're paying. So that's something a lot of people just don't take into consideration. You know, when they're trucking along doing well, everybody assumes life's going to continue on. And that's not the case. Right. Wow. Well, uh, I know that uh, that is a bad situation when you lose a spouse, uh, then you're looking at a reduced income. So what are some ways you help people prepare for this, for the loss of a spouse? Uh, I would say I first encourage them to make an inventory of physical and non-physical items. So I'm always teaching clients to, hey, you know, get, get, get on paper everything you own, you know, be it uh, physical or non-physical. So make a list of items in your home uh, of value, jewelry, power tools, computers, guns, collectibles, artwork, etc. cetera. Uh, make a list of non-physical items such as brokerage accounts. We call this our financial inventory. So when we're meeting with someone, Tony, this is a good little plug and play. When sure. we're meeting with someone for that consultation, that free consultation, that initial consultation, one of the things we're talking about is, is doing both the financial and a physical inventory of their stuff. So we want to talk about making a list of items such as brokerage accounts, 401k plans, IRAs, bank accounts, life insurance policies, long-term care policies, annuities, et cetera. Another way uh, is to know what benefits are available to you from the Social Security Administration. So lump sum benefits and or monthly benefits may be payable to the spouse and or if you still have children at home uh, that are under the age of 16. Uh, no information on your spouse's employer. The approximate earnings for the last two years wouldn't be a bad idea and where to locate your tax returns marriage certificates, social security numbers for spouse and children. It's also good to review the IRA and bank account, retirement accounts and 401ks 
for updated beneficiary information. This is critical because wills will not ensure that your assets pass to you or your loved ones. Beneficiary designations are the only way to ensure that assets go to those you intend them to go to. Life insurance, annuities, 401ks should all be reviewed to ensure proper beneficiary designations. For this reason, Tony, you may want your children to be the direct beneficiary of your 401k, but you may want your wife and only your wife to be the beneficiary of your life insurance and or any other accounts you may have, for example. Okay. So we want to be clear that we've planned properly in advance. So after you are gone, your wishes are fulfilled. That's critical. So, um, anyway, uh, it's also, uh, good to make sure that, uh, uh, we've got bank accounts, CD accounts, individual broker accounts uh, are also lined up and they are susceptible to probate uh, as you must assign transfer on death designations. So a nifty way to do that or what we're teaching our clients is to go get a, an additional signature put on your checking account or savings account. So add one of your children, the, the child you trust the most or the one that will be the executor or, or that person you know is going to help manage the affairs if you are incapacitated. Get them added. Another way to accomplish that is Go get a trust and have all of your checking account, bank accounts and such CDs thrown into the trust. So then they do become probate free. So this is kind of critical. But without this feature, your assets will pass through probate and be distributed according to the court instructions, not necessarily your instructions. Yeah. People need to know that. Yeah, I think that's key right there. And this is good information. So what other steps, TJ, do you encourage us? to take our listeners out there to take before the loss of a spouse? Well, there are a couple of uh, steps I would encourage people to consider taking, Tony. Uh, if your spouse is a veteran, government life insurance and or veterans benefits may be available to you. It's good to verify if there are any, okay? And uh, uh, another is to initiate important estate planning documents. At the very least, meet up with an attorney or a paralegal and in uh, your community and hopefully most of you listening are in tucson so meet up with someone here in tucson at the very least uh, you should have a will a power of attorney trust guardianship for any minor children and or uh health documents in place so once your estate planning documents are finalized select what i would call an estate administrator or an executor someone you trust that's responsible for following the rules of your will in the event you, uh, when you pass away so you should think about how your death will impact the decision-making ability of that person once selected and send copies of your estate planning documents to them as your executor or administrator. At least make sure they're in the loop and they know where to find them, okay? And last, uh, and uh, maybe most importantly, it's a great idea to select a financial planner in which you and your spouse are comfortable with, then this should be someone you trust uh, to be with you for the decisions you will make for the rest of your life. And thus, that's where Triple H and TJ Howe potentially come into the mix. If you don't have one or you're not worth enough to garner someone else's attention, as we said last week, we want to take care of the little guy. So if you're worth less than $250,000, we are your guy. We want to talk, okay? And we can help. Wow. Well, I think that's great. And our time is just about up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners before we take a quick commercial break here? Uh, yeah. Preparing for the loss of a spouse can be overwhelming, and it doesn't have to be so. So I'd like you to take a moment visit my website 
at tjhow.com. That's tjhowe.com. Or call my office at 520-977-5297. Again, that's 520-977-5297 to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And with our Retirement Income Toolkit, you get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit is dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that will absolutely stand the test of time. All right. Well, I think that's great. And now I know that you have a special offer for our listeners out there. Uh, if they call up, you will, uh, you're offering our listeners a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. And you'll even sit down with them and run some personalized reports. Talk to them about where they're at. Uh, there's no obligation. How do they How do they set that appointment up? Well, they could go to my website tjhow.com and click on the Meet TJ button or schedule a time. They could email me, which is tjh at rightsure.com. That's tjh at rightsure.com, or simply pick up the phone and call us at five two zero. Nine seven seven five two nine seven, and we'll schedule a time to get together. All right, and listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Money Talks with T.J. Howe after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you're ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Triple H Financial. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 520-977-5297 or visit us at triplehfinancial.com. And now back to Money Talks with TJ Howe. Welcome back to Money Talks with me, TJ Howe, and our co-host, Tony Shore. We've been talking about protecting the surviving spouse in the event that one passes away, and we've covered the probability of someone living longer than their spouse, which is a very high likely uh, uh, probability, and that the majority of wives outlive their husbands and how people can prepare for the loss of their spouse. Yeah, it's been a great show so far, TJ, and you always have a lot of wisdom, and this is important stuff that we all need to know. And you mentioned in the last segment Uh, some things we can do to prepare before the loss of a spouse. What are some things we should do after the passing of a spouse? Uh, That's a great follow-up question. So there are several things. Uh, When the loss of a spouse occurs, there are a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made. And the last thing you want to do is worry about your finances. And I'm going to, I just want to really drive this point home, Tony. When you've been with your spouse for in excess of 30, 40, 50 years, right? You are going to have enough grief uh, to last a lifetime when your spouse goes, your partner goes, okay? And so you, we do not want you to be in a position where you have to rush to make any rash decisions, any major decisions involving finances. In fact, a lot of experts out there say they recommend taking a year before you make any major financial decisions whatsoever. So therefore, if that be the case, we want to absolutely make sure we've done the planning 
and and preparation so that you're not forced into a decision uh, that you may regret later. Because if you haven't done the planning, guess what? You're going to be forced to make some decisions right now. Burial, uh, cremation uh, or burial, you know, uh, paying this person, paying that person, getting rid of this bill, getting rid of that bill and so forth. So basically, I would lay it down this way. Uh, Tony, the first thing a person should do after the devastating loss of a spouse is to update their beneficiary information immediately. Okay, after a life-changing event, beneficiary forms should be updated and reviewed to ensure that all are up to date, no changes need to be made. That includes your life insurance, your 401k, and or your spouse's 401k because now it becomes your 401k. Now his IRA becomes your IRA. Their uh, accounts, their annuities become your annuities. So you want to update all those to make sure they're going to who you choose for them to go to. And uh, as hard as it may be, another step that uh, the spouse should take is to converse on any important issues that need to be addressed. This conversation could include discussing your wishes with children or loved ones and or making sure you have the health care directive in case of a tragedy. Well, that's good information, a great advice. I think that's very important. Now, what are some other ways that we can be prepared uh, or prepare for the loss of a spouse? Well, uh, another way I would consider preparing is to consolidate your financial records. I would consider account numbers, contact information, social security numbers, passwords, maiden names, secret keys, or passcodes to accessing online information. Also, consult with the financial advisor to ensure your assets are structured to pass the maximum amount uh, of legacy to your heirs. As the only living parent now, your death will trigger the benefits to primary and contingent beneficiaries, so you don't want to miss out on opportunities that will uh, be gone once you've passed. And last, it's good to update your travel information. If you will be traveling away from home, and a lot of people, a, a lot of my clients anyway, do start traveling tremendously, especially if they were caring for a sick spouse. Once the spouse has passed, it's kind of like they, they're they're free, you know, they're reborn. And, and a lot of these uh, wives and, and, and women are like, hey, I'm, I'm out, I'm gonna travel the world, okay? But, you know, just be remember this last little tidbit, if you will be traveling away from home and some of you far away from home, make sure you always take important information with you, including copies of health insurance, medicines you take, contact, contact information for family members and et cetera. Kind of critical stuff that they need to keep in mind. Yeah. When traveling. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, that's really critical. So uh, this discussion on protecting the surviving spouse is very helpful. Um, knowing how we need to be prepared before or after the loss of a spouse. I think this is something that we, people overlook or they put it off. I know that my wife and I, this is something we had put off time and time again. But uh, how does the loss of a spouse affect uh, a couple's social security benefit? How does it uh, affect the survivor's benefit? Can I just stop and say huge with a capital H, okay? Huge. Just talking to a client last night. I was out there at their home discussing the situation, this exact story. And and this is this is like big time because people go along, they're both collecting Social Security and they're used to living on both Social Security payments. And all of a sudden, poof, out goes the husband. And guess what? Nine times out of 10, his Social Security 
was the bigger of the two. And now he's gone, so it stops for a moment in time. And now she's got to realize, oh, crud, I have to go through the process, right? So according to the Social Security Administration, the earliest a surviving spouse can start receiving Social Security survivor's benefits is at age 60. Important to know. Depending on the situation, the surviving spouse's benefit can be up to 100% of the benefit received by the deceased spouse, which is good to know. If the surviving spouse claims benefits at an earlier age, the benefits are reduced a fraction of a percent for each month before full retirement age. In some cases, if a surviving spouse qualifies for a retirement benefit that's more than their survivor's benefit, they can switch to their own retirement benefit as early as age 62 or as late as age 70. And the rules for this option vary depending on the spouse's specific situation. So that's kind of important you, again, have an advisor in your corner to talk to. Determining when you should claim your Social Security benefit is very helpful in order to maximize your Social Security benefit. It's All also, right. It's also important to consult with a financial professional, obviously, when deciding the best time and place and so on to take all this. Well, yeah, and maximizing your Social Security, I know there's a lot of strategies that you help your clients utilize to maximize uh, their Social Security benefit. Uh, when they file, you, if you file in a certain way at a certain time, you're going to get a lot more, right? Right. Exactly right. So, um, yeah, yeah give us an example of this, okay. like how the loss of a spouse can financially affect that surviving okay. spouse. Sure. Okay. Let's say we have a couple whose names are George and Mary. And upon the death of either George or Mary, their annual Social Security benefit will be reduced from 38388 to $30,096 per year. So that would create a lifetime reduction of $8,292 per year. This can significantly impact their standard of living. So as mentioned earlier, knowing when you plan on claiming your Social Security benefit can play a significant role when a spouse passes away because that's a huge chunk of, of uh, income you just lost out on, 8200 bucks. Like, you know, that pays for a lot of things. So, wow. yeah, yeah it's, it's really critical that the planning is done. That's what I was doing last night with my clients. Literally, that's exactly the topic we were talking about. And they didn't realize, wait a minute, we lose both? I mean, we lose, we, you know, we're used to both. And when something happens, you mean I have to decide between mine or his? And I'm like, yeah, I don't get to keep both? Nope. Oh, crud. Right. And the words were more provocative than that that came out of her mouth. Sure. So anyway, she was she was not happy. Yeah. Well, I bet not. Well, and I've heard another way to protect our surviving spouses to have our personal documents in order. Explain to us and our listeners what that means and how that might be beneficial. Sure. Uh, no problem. It's very important to have your personal documents in order, as we've discussed uh, throughout the show. To start, I would encourage my clients and prospects and potential prospects out there listening to this show to make sure your important documents are organized and managed. But far too often, this sometimes can be overlooked. So it can be very overwhelming because most people have a large number of important documents to manage. And it simply helps to begin by making a list, okay? Uh, but before you can properly manage your important documents, you should first know exactly what important documents you have to work with. This may seem like common sense, but depending on if you own a house or what type of investments you may own, you may have more important documents than you think. So uh, oftentimes uh, it's only when tax season roll rounds, roll, rolls around 
or when a move happens or a death in the family occurs, people start re really paying attention to the essential documents they may have. So some of these documents uh, you'll want to manage could be broken into two categories, legal papers and financial documents and account statements. So legal papers would include wills, deeds, trust, birth certificates, vehicle titles, medical powers of attorney, etc. Financial documents and account statements would include annuity and life insurance policies, health insurance policies, CDs, IRA papers, financial power of attorneys, stock and bond certificates, etc. And it's critical, ladies and gentlemen, that you understand in my educational workshop, we talk about this. There are over 58 billion, that's a B, a billion with a B. There are over $58 billion of unclaimed benefits in these United States of America that have gone unclaimed by beneficiaries that did not even know they existed. So if you have an old policy that you got to keep through your previous employer years ago that you've been retired from for 15 years now, you might want to find out where that documentation can be located and make sure your children or your executor knows about it. Okay. That's critical stuff. So also it's important to keep a summary of what you have and where it is. This will take very little time and it will save you a tremendous amount of worry when you need something, which you will, you'll know exactly where to get it. Now, once we've recorded and organized all our documents and we decide on a secure place to store them, what's the last step you have for us to ensure that the surviving spouse is taken care of? Uh, well, lastly, Tony, I would encourage uh, all of our listeners to take the time to meet with a retirement professional to discuss all of uh, your retirement options and concerns. Providing your retirement professional or financial advisor with your documents will give them a better understanding of what steps you need to take uh, next to meet your retirement goals. Having all of your resources and documentation organized will allow your financial professional or financial advisor to provide you with the tools you'll need to make the decisions to help guide and prepare you for retirement. And remember, everyone's situation is different. And meeting with a retirement professional such as myself will help you set up a plan of what you should do in the event your spouse passes away. So we wanna be crystal clear here. This is a very unique one-on-one -on -one situation and no two people are alike. No two circumstances are exactly alike either. That's the reason I highly recommend you get financial help. Yeah, and I think that's great. I really do. Great show today, but that does it for today's episode. Is there anything you want to add before we go? Yes. I'd like to remind everybody, please visit my website, uh, tjhow.com. That's tjhowe.com to download your complimentary retirement income toolkit or call my office to request a copy at 520-977-5297. And it's dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that will stand the test of time. Also, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please don't hesitate to contact me at 520-977-5297. And remember, I'm happy to help. All right. Well, thank you so much, DJ. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Money Talk with our host, T.J. Howe. Thank you for listening to Money Talks with T.J. Howe. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact T.J. Howe at Triple H Financial. Call 520-977-5297 or visit their website at triplehfinancial.com. T.J. Howe and Triple H Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.